by Spencer. Spencer, how are you? Hey, everybody. Jay, do we have you? Yes, I'm here. How's it going? Good. And Levi has informed us that he's got a bit of construction going on in lovely Boston, so he's going to probably not talk quite as much this episode. But Levi, do we have you? Sort of. It begins. I mean, so it's, like it. okay. it's going to be perfect, like most of our hangouts, where Levi stared at us a little bit uncomfortably, and we we talk around him. So, for the course, it'll be fun. The regular chatterbox Levi Turner will be quiet. All right, we do at least have him, and he's he's listening. Um, anything we want to plug before we jump into our on brand segment? Yeah, actually, we have a lot of stuff that we've come out with, and uh, one of those is uh, we dropped another Mangum Laughs, I believe, since our last recording. Um, it indeed. A, a lot of fun. Um, we have a lot of stuff going on with uh, Mangum Reads, with uh, our main Mangum Reads, and then our Pottering Around, uh, which has been a lot of fun. And actually, have gotten some replies from some listeners about you know things that they've enjoyed about it so that's been a lot of fun me and spencer are cranking our way through succession on mangum talks tv uh heads up to anybody thinking about listening to that podcast it's an adult podcast it's an adult show um <laughs> yeah including by you who sworn you refused to go blue on radio i know but i mean I, I was having so much fun with my roman impression it just got away from me yeah for, for you always picking one character each season to do an impression of if you were aiming to not go blue, Roman was not necessarily the wisest choice. <laughs> it's the only one I can do. Shit. I was um, going to say, Spencer, I can, I mean, you went blue in pretty much every single podcast we have. I can only imagine what a three drink minimum does to, uh, to that. At least the same as you've expected, just with more slurring attached to it. Just to, to give folks an idea of what's coming in two weeks, we're going to have uh, a review of the episode, which is Tom's bachelor party. If you watch succession. Um, so yeah, that one's going to be marked explicit on the Apple podcast feed. <laughs> All right. I think we can get going. Um, we get do, we usually start our, uh, these podcasts with doing an on-brand segment. I do want to give a bit of a tease. That's what they call it in the business Spencer for a future whiskey on the weekends. The next time I provide whiskey, um, and Spencer, this is like a la your hatred for the cotton candy grapes. I am going to be providing everybody. I'm going to go ahead and tell you now. Called Screwball <laughs> Peanut Butter Whiskey. Oh, no. No. I keep, I keep looking at those. And I, I guess I wasn't confident enough in myself to do that to everybody. Um, also, I wanted something that I'll enjoy. <laughs> We are going to screwball peanut butter whiskey. I've, I've, I've not tasted it. I've smelled it. It smells like peanut butters, uh, peanut butter. And on the back, it does say it contains peanuts. So I like us. Well, so, uh, just so uh, FYI, I'm apparently allergic to, to peanuts now. So <laughs> thanks for telling us that now, BJ. <laughs> okay. Uh, BJ, BJ, you've provided the whiskey yet again this week. Um, do you want to? Introduce us to one while we taste uh, Yeah, so um, everybody should have a whiskey that's labeled OP or O lines. Um, it, so actually, the, the way that I chose these whiskeys were their, I wouldn't say the favorite whiskeys of a friend of mine, but sort of the favorite um, sort of mid-bar 
scotches of one of my friends when he went to Scotland. He had just good experiences at these uh, two distilleries and they're fairly far apart, but they were sort of two of the whiskeys that he would often pour for guests. Um, and since I figured uh, he enjoyed them and I enjoyed them, I send them out to you. Uh, so the first one's Old Pulteney. Um, it is essentially the northernmost point um, in Scotland. Um, and is, so it's a very much a highland um, and I just find it to be a pleasant scotch. Can I just say before I drink it, and I think you already said this, this just smells delicious. It really smells good. It's like a bit of floral. Bottle that smell. And I've got a bottle of it right here. Never mind. <laughs> delicious. Wow. I like it, Spencer. Spencer thinks it's delicious. That That just makes me very, so very happy that we have come so far in 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 this podcast as we keep saying as Spencer enjoys whiskeys but this what do you like, think about it spencer this is one of the ones that just it's on the line for me for it tastes great i don't know if it's higher proof or it just hits me a little bit harder but this tastes like it's going to mess me up here in a minute uh it's gonna, how good it is also perfectly possible it has, as you said it has a very interesting almost like floral smell to it the taste is very classic scottish whiskey to me very much what i liked about the prior ones um, try a little more. See if I can get see if I can put some flavors to this. Yeah, it's a it's a very clean scotch. Um, I don't get a heavy uh, peat flavor, but I, I mean, you know, it does. It's clearly a scotch. Um, and I actually get like a little bit of nuttiness or like fruit, maybe like apple or something, um, in it. And I think that makes it eminently drinkable. Very good stuff. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I think this was around you know the forty fifty range. I don't remember exactly, but. Um, this is, I don't know, it's just a fun, fun whiskey to me. Um, and it is about 43, so, so nothing that's gonna, uh, knock you on your ass. It's no, uh, French whiskey in cognac barrels, so. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that again in terms of cognac. But yeah, this, this is really good. Uh, it, to me, I, I, I smell like a mix of either floral or fruit. Main taste I get is a nice earthy kind of flavor which I quite like. Uh, it does not come across particularly strong. The first first bite hit me a little bit, maybe just because I haven't drank since I last drank with you guys, but now it's come across just very smooth with just a nice kind of earthy taste that just fills the mouth. It is delightful. This is just a wonderful sipping whiskey. And we are on a good run of whiskeys that I am going to ruin with peanut butter whiskey here soon. <laughs> yeah, but we know going in. This isn't like, um, actually, uh, Last week's uh, or last episode's makers was was not not a great one, but but I feel like that's one where like the goal was not to have like a a goofy whiskey, like not to make Spencer drink Fireball or something like that. The goal was have to, to have a good whiskey. Like we know going in what this is gonna be. I would not put it past you guys to give me a whole mess of Fireball with the appropriate food coloring to make me convinced before I taste it that it's something different. I'm glad you did that, BJ, though, that you surround that Makers, because that Makers, I guess it's Signature Edition or something like that, mm -hmm. is front and center at my local liquor store, um, where they usually keep all the premium bourbon, and I probably would have taken a flyer on it if you hadn't uh, sent me a sample, so save me 60 bucks there. <laughs> Lee, ethical question, ethical question that occurred to me, by the way. 
If for some reason you came across a bottle of that Atomic, that vodka that's bottled in the uh, Chernobyl Exclusion Zone, would you send that to us? Be safe, according to varieties of scientists working for uh, the University of Birmingham and other ones. But would you send it to us? Birmingham is not like the Soviets saying everything's fine, no big deal. Don't know. It's just that's what they said. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I would get it. Um, I might not drink it. Rotten, so it's fine. <laughs> Three point six. It's just That's the max it goes. We uh, we I probably would just keep it as like a sort of like a souvenir item. Yeah, kind of because it's a talking piece, right? People come to your house. It's from Chernobyl. And you also avoid the possibility of being like rung up on federal charges for for, for shipping nuclear material. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, honestly, like sending bananas is probably like more radioactive than, potassium. Than, yeah so here's what you're saying your little science science crap um <laughs> but like to the average person just just saying i'm shipping uh vodka it was made uh near chernobyl or in the vicinity of chernobyl like i'm sorry you're, you're getting arrested for that and you should i would i would love that conversation with the custom agent of what do we have here oh i got this from chernobyl would they let you through would they confiscate that? Would confiscate it? I don't think they'd want it. They might just throw it as far as <laughs> go. Take it now. No lake. <laughs> oh, but by the way, what Levi? What you just did there was hilarious. Uh, BJ's running for town council, so we're not going to get political here. But when people, you know, push back on climate change, they do the exact same thing that Levi just did. <laughs> you notice <laughs> where he was like, "I right, get you a little science shit, okay? All right, got it." <laughs> so shut up. has no comment for uh, town council large republican listenership uh yeah uh, i'm gonna uh try and be a representative for for uh miramis uh, i have some my main platform is um changing the programming on stoplights around here um because it's just completely unreasonable you know traffic going in in one direction coming home doesn't get the priority on the lights and and the other direction when you're going to work also doesn't get priority which is weird it's like they have it flipped from uh before a lot of tech companies moved in and so i feel like that's that's a an issue that people would really come out to the polls for he's just riffing here he's just doing a bit and he just sounded much more succinct as a candidate than how we ever did Okay, I'm just making sure, BJ, you are fucking with us, because we fundraised for How Woo. We do this if you were actually doing this. Make it work. You know me, I have to ask. I'm not going to know. I mean, not yet, but but it, 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 it has crossed my mind, and I have sent a number of change requests for the stoplights around here. So so this is an issue that is near and dear to my heart. Street cred, getting on paper. You are going to be that guy who's just like complaining to the city about every little thing. <laughs> I mean, I've oh, started. Great. It, it, it's not I'm destiny. going to be that guy. Like, I've already <laughs> started doing it. It's just going to get worse. BJ, if you ever want to make this a reality, you have to wait for the Kentucky Derby, but we can bring this about. <laughs> Run another fundraiser for you, BJ. I mean, it should be, I should be able to easily convince people in North Carolina to give money to a town council race in San Diego. Pull it off in South Carolina. I'm sure you can pull off San Diego. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. Does anybody have an on brand story of the week? I've got one if uh, you'd like me to lead. Otherwise, somebody else can take it away. Yeah, I've got one. Um, and, and Spencer, 
honestly, like if you don't have one, I have a story that I don't remember if it came up on this uh, podcast that I feel like needs to be told. Remember you saying you wanted to tell it, but I don't remember what it was. So if you want to tell it for me when we get to my turn, go on ahead. Oh, it's not telling it for you. It's it's maybe forcing you to tell. I, did the doctor uh, story come up on this podcast? I don't remember now. Working with the podcast, my mom strong arming me to uh, go to doctor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, it did. That was very on brand. Yeah. And strong armed you into doing the same thing, BJ. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and and so I'm actually going to continue that with my uh, on on brand. Um, so as, as Levi was teasing me about, you know, get your science shit out of here, um, in, so this is actually a recent story and then, then an older story. So the recent story was when I was seeing my, uh, for a general checkup, we were going back and forth. He had different questions for me and he was asking me, you know, do you ever have dizzy spells or anything like that? And I said, oh, well, every so often I have postural hypotension. Which basically means that, you know, if you have slightly low blood pressure, when you stand up, you get a little dizzy. And he looked at me and was like, yeah, um, you can get dizzy with that sometimes when you stand up. And I just looked at him and it was just like, well, I really don't know what to say to that because I essentially used a medical term to explain something that happens to me every so often. And you then explained it term, to me. And I don't know where to go from here. And so I, we just sort of like looked at each other for like five, 10 seconds. And then he sort of moved on. But like, clearly I, like, I know what happened was it's part of, you know, a normal bedside manner to explain things to, to a patient. And I stepped out of the normal line of like, I'm dizzy sometimes when I get up and he says, well, you know, that's something, you know, that's postural hypotension. Sometimes you'll have it when you get up, it should go away and be fairly transient. Um, and I fucked that up a little bit. And so it got weird. Um, but, but it, it, no way my doctor knows what that is. <laughs> no way. Dude, you, don't you, you switch doctors? Doctor. I'm, I'm working on it. She sucks. Um, so, so the other one was, um, Almost years ago now, I had uh, appendicitis and I had my appendix out. And um, when I was, you know, trying to figure out what it was, I ended up going to emergent care, whatever the, you know, one of those things is. And I walked in and the person there, you know, asked me what was going on. And um, I basically told them that, like when it started, like how long it's been, things like that. And then I said something which got a very weird look from them and, and spiraled a little bit out of control. And I said, you know, on palpation, the lower right quadrant of my abdomen is painful and more so on reflex. And which is essentially a fairly textbook uh for for appendicitis but you're not talking like a human right exactly I, I, i'm not talking to them like a normal person and so they took that down you know they did their thing they went outside and i guess you know it was um the pa that that or md that was running the clinic and then some uh, medical assistants and so outside my room i heard why did you write that down on what the patient said the patient said that no, seriously, but like, 
that like when you take your your notes on like, what you did like that has to go in a separate area not the patient history no the patient said that no the patient said this really yes okay You're then somebody else way. came and talked to me for a little bit and i was like okay i get it now my worry that when you go in you're basically hitting them with the textbook definition of the symptoms that they're yeah. immediately going to think this is somebody who wants opioids. He has just researched exactly what to say. <laughs> well, yeah, I, but the other side of it is essentially like response that they have, like, otherwise, like I would hundred percent agree with you, but like the treatment for this is they open you up and take your appendix yeah. out. So like, sure. Um, do your doctors just feel redundant? Do they tell you that? No, I mean they're they're use they're eminently useful. Doctors they can use. order labs and give me drugs or whatever. But personal um, diagnosis is handled. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so, I mean, the other funny part with my surgery is the resident that was on call that night was uh, at went to med school at UCSD. And so we just like talked about stuff that was on campus. And, you know, he knew the PI that I worked for and a bunch of the people in my department. And so we just chatted about that for a while. So it was sort of a very weird um, experience chat chatting with with that doctor. Um, but but yeah, it's that was the uh, one portion of my my uh, hashtag on brand and talking to medical professionals. The other one was, um, you know, with the normal questionnaire, they ask about, you know, smoking and, and drug use and things like that. And so it's just like, well, I'll be honest, like, it doesn't matter to me one way or the other. Like, you know, at some point, we were talking about uh, signing into websites with when you know what age we put in and, and levi was like oh yeah it's on brand for you just put in your birthday like it's like it doesn't matter to you and spencer puts in like somebody from the 1800s um uh, 1902 so, is my standard fair enough um and so i i put down marijuana use and and so the uh the doctor was just like oh okay like that's interesting, you know, with sort of the rest of my history and, and, you know, I don't smoke and work out and things like that. And he's like, oh, um, you know, how prevalent is your use? And I was like, well, I don't know, maybe 10 times in the last two years. And he just looks at me and he's just like, well, why? I mean, I'm going to put it in your file, but like, that's all right, fine. <laughs> Marijuana use. Did you tell the story on, the, on Whiskey on the Weekends before? This one? Heard this one before. I don't think so. I might have mentioned it last time. I don't know, but tickled me. That's when I told you to start doing more of it to help sleep. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was probably last week. But that that was sort of part and parcel to this story. So. Well, it's a, it's a common theme. You flummoxing medical professionals. I would not want to be like a service provider for you, BJ. Uh, like not like think about it. Like, do you want to cook for BJ? No. <laughs> do, you want, do you want to be his doctor? No. <laughs> You're just going to get berated. <laughs> I, I feel like, but the on the other side, like, I feel like I'm a super easy patient. And, and Well, that's a thing. Okay. All right. Good counterpunch. But, but uh, and, and similar thing for like at a restaurant, like 
loads of things that I don't feel like cooking. And that's a lot of why, you know, I go to, to a restaurant and like has to be decent and they don't, they have to not be assholes. But other than that, like, I don't know. I feel like the main times I've been disappointed in a restaurant experience is, is not because of the, the cooks. It's because of like the wait staff. I don't know. Well, so I think you're a good patient so long as you have an easy problem to solve Put it that way. <laughs> you, sure. Yeah. Right? <laughs> if you had a, you know, some sort of nagging weird, weird issue um, and it was going on for months, years, uh, you would be just tolerable to work with like you, you just be so arrogant to those people like look you've tried this five times what are you hoping for maybe something stop this like you'll just be enraged with them think about being bj's psychiatrist <laughs> it's impossible that's so quick wouldn't he um but i think the other side of it is like i would just be like all right well so i've read these journals um and like i get that this you know it, it was stated the practice five years ago I don't see why you're still doing this because like these six articles like talk about a change here. So, uh, so what are we doing here? And no, I, I, I agree with your assessment. Uh, 100%. <laughs> All right. That's a good one. Um, I'll go next. Um, so I mentioned here uh, in a segment we did um, a few weeks back. It was about, you know, what do you spend more money on than you should? Like, you know, you spend more money on it than you really should, but it's something that you're just like to hell with it. Like, I'm going to do it. Like Spencer goes to Whole Foods, not that abominable, awful Aldi with the rotting vegetables on the shelf. Um, I intend to say. <laughs> stand by it. Uh, mine was that I buy too much technology. Like when the new bell and whistle comes out, um, I go buy it. Uh, well, something else about me is I really, I, I don't like to be overweight, but I really, really, really hate working out. Like, like, it's not like an inconvenience for me. It's like a mental struggle to get up to do it. So I am on a run of working out that is unparalleled for me, like every day for a couple weeks now. And it's because my company got Peloton bikes. That'll do it. The technology there just has me just so excited. I mean, you have this big screen, touch screen in front of you. You can filter for songs or type of music or length or how much, how, how hard the workout is. They basically sit there. They tell you everything to do. Uh, it's absolutely fantastic. And then that you have an, your own account. So it will keep track of all of the different workouts you've done and then suggest workouts you might like. Another thing it does, which is really cool, it will track how hard you worked out on particular workouts and then we'll give you suggestions based on okay well when terry was doing hip-hop he went 20 percent faster than rock so let's let's give him the hip-hop suggestion next time so uh, very on brand for me you want to get me to work peloton, out show me a new piece of technology is peloton one of the ones where you can where it'll mimic races as well because that was really fun no no it's more like spin classes like on demand and live spin classes Okay, because there are bikes that'll do like famous races and mimic them and sometimes shorten them. So it's like, you know, this is an uphill portion of, of this race. And so it'll like increase the tension and, and stuff like that. Um, I try that too. But like, yeah, I mean, I, I probably went for weeks working out maybe once a week, maybe if that. And now I'm just every day getting 45 minutes on the Peloton bike. I'm impressed. You know, no, no near hip injuries preventing you from... Uh, from going out, and I like it. Dylan Hardy, do you have one? Though I hesitate to say it because I know you guys are gonna make fun of me for it. 
happen no matter what you say. Let me spice it high. Um, all right. I've been motivated to start calling through my clothing to get rid of items that are now old and uh, worn down based on something that happened at work where I got dressed and I went to work. And I didn't realize until about four hours into the day that my undershirt was so holy that my head was sticking out of a new hole that was not the original hole where my head was supposed to go. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, God. BJ and, uh, and Levi were muted for that, but they also uh, erupted in laughter. So, Spencer, let me get this right. Um, you, in the morning, got up, thought you had put on a normal shirt, had I actually stuck your head through a hole in the shirt? Since I dress for work, I have to wear an undershirt and I wear a top button down shirt, sometimes suit and tie around that. And the undershirts that I have are, I admit, rather old. And some have reached a kind of status that would just more compare them to rags than actual human clothing. And I just didn't realize how bad that was until this one was so particularly bad that it had various uh, slits around the neckline that would fully accommodate my head in a way that would confuse me in the early morning about what was the proper head hole. So, uh, Spencer, question, uh, clarifying <laughs> question. Can you, um, can you just pretend that you're like, like an alcoholic? You wake up groggy in the morning after a bender and like you just can't you know, operate in the world? Like, could, that explains things better than that's I fair. To, I don't think that's fair to alcoholics. <laughs> I, I, I think he's talking about harder drugs. I mean, I feel like the okay. alcoholic was like convenient because he's a lawyer and, and that just seems, you know, maybe part and parcel of, you know, some issues in the profession. But but that's definitely a harder drug thing. So I actually have have two uh, major questions and I, I hope that one of them will be um, addressed maybe when when Levi um, does a, a quick on brand for him, um, one is how how did it take four hours? Like, what do you mean it was in the middle of the day when you real when you realized? Like, what were you doing in the <laughs> middle of the day? Were you just like changing clothes in the bathroom, or was it like Florida, so you have like an extra undershirt for when you like sweat through the first one, like? You said you had trouble in the morning, but it was halfway through work when you realized, and that really confuses me. The second question is, can we see this shirt? Uh, I can go get this shirt if you're curious. Um, and maybe while Levi's doing his- no, Assuming I didn't throw it out. I, I, I do have other badly torn undershirts, but I will get at least one. I, I, don't, I don't know if I just threw that one out based on how I found out that I was wearing it wrong. A picture of that put it on our facebook page so, so spencer um is this the time at which we find out that in order to take a shit you have to take off all your clothes get in the solid work? people spencer i'm not one of those people glad we had this talk <laughs> i did not know <laughs> I, I think the real answer there. is spencer would never take the time away from his employers to go to the bathroom at work so he relegates that to pre post and before court I've got a efficiency. smartphone. I can work on the toilet. Um, <laughs> Spencer, my, I don't really have a question. I just kind of have a comment because should, should I answer BJ's first or should we just get all the questions out first? Uh, no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, answer BJ's. 
It was a mix between two things. One, uh, the shirt was not particularly comfortable all day, but I just kind of shrugged that off. Two, there was the audible the sound. <laughs> I did not I shrug the shirt. But then uh, two, when I stretched, there was the audible sound of tearing. Uh, and those things triggered me, oh, okay, this is outside the normal bounds. Something's going on. So I went to the bathroom. And then your coworker, when you stretched and ripped your shirt. Mode Spencer. So th those two things put that in mind. Uh, what was your second question, BJ? Again? Uh, can we see it? Which we will hold off. I can. Until, I yep, will get it yep. when we go into Levi's segment. What I was going to say is um, not really a question. It's um, like Spencer, you're an interesting guy because you don't really you give us just little crumbs about yourself. You don't really let us behind the curtain. But you've given me enough crumbs now that I have this idea of your morning because. Now you've told me that you once put a shirt on where you stuck your head through a tear in the shirt for half a day. You also told me that you have a, uh, a well-developed system for figuring out when you haven't put shoes on in the morning by how it feels when your foot touches the pedal in your car. Both of these are true, yes. <laughs> just have this idea of you waking up and just being completely all over the place. I, I, I'll, give you, I'll give you a little bit of an insight. And this just leads to a question. But from the moment you wake up, to the moment you get in the car, how much time on average do you take? Me, about 20 minutes. Depends if I shower first or not. But Spencer, do you like rub your butt up against things to make sure that you have underwear on? Like how far does this like, I don't know what's going on in my vicinity go? I will offer you this tidbit that no, I have not <laughs> exactly degraded to that point yet. You ever been like halfway through a day, like squinting, didn't figure out yet to put your glasses on? That one is one I never make a mistake of. <laughs> be able to drive, I'm that blind. Yeah, yeah, you like me with glasses. Oh, glasses were completely incapacitated. Well, that's funny, Spencer. I that's a new one for me. I've never heard of somebody sticking their head through a hole in their shirt. It's it's led to me doing a full audit of uh, my clothing and just determining. All right, I've had this from high school when it's starting to show it. Should I get rid of it? And are you getting rid of those um, like khaki cargo shorts that you wore? On the cut list, because uh, I determined that uh, they, part of the reason that I enjoy them is the love of pockets, but they did not have many functioning pockets anymore just due to the sheer number of tears. Um, Good. I'm glad to see that thing go. So varieties of khaki shorts have gone. I actually need to go buy shorts now because I only have one pair. All the rest were just so badly torn up. I got rid of basically almost all the socks that you guys have not bought for me because they were at this point more whole than sock. So it, it has led to a full assessment of what I'm wearing and where it needs to go. So does Aldi sell like underwear? Not no. <laughs> I think they might do underwear and socks. Although Aldi, you never quite know what's going to be there. That's the fun of it, Spencer. No, Costco can provide in terms of bulk items like that just fine. Excited though, this is coming at a good time because we, we said the next time we're getting together, Doug and I are taking you shopping. I'm somewhat apprehensive about what this shoes. This comes to bear. If unless you guys have any other questions, I will go get uh, whatever torn undershirt I can find and bring it back to you guys while Levi's presenting his. Yeah, go ahead. Wait, go and one more thing, Spencer, before you go. Um. If, if there's only one, that's fine. But if you have like seven, I kind of want to see the, the array, 
Like, you know, what, what's like the standard deviation of, of destruction of these shirts that you're wearing? Like, you know, is there a favored shirt that's almost dead or are they all like, you know, fairly holy? I just, the, I just want to know. The issue, is, the issue is I threw most of them out, like I said. So it's just more question of which ones have I not gotten to yet. So I'm going to find them all. I'm going to find a, repre a representative one right now and I'll bring it back. It's a process. Nothing happens quickly. Look at us, kings of great radio. We're going to, Spencer, show us holy shirts. Uh, Levi, do you have an on brand you want to share with us? So, uh, this is sort of a union of a lot of things that we've talked about. But this past week, I've been, been doing a bit of traveling for work. Um, I had to take a 6 a.m. flight out of out of Boston International Airport. So I like woke up at like 3:30. Um, Dallas, Texas, is doing work stuff. Stayed up late uh, doing hanging out with colleagues. Just just generally seeing people I haven't seen in a, quite some time. Um, two two day meetup. Um, we're doing a bunch of meetings, and then I am flying back um, on on Wednesday. So. In three days, I've gotten very little sleep. I've not gotten more than like four hours of sleep um, each day, maybe four or five hours of sleep each day. And I, I get on the plane going home and I'm looking forward to passing out. I'm looking forward to actually being able to sleep on a plane, which is something that I cannot do. Um, I'm looking forward to this. Did somebody I, I, you know sit next to you? Because that's the worst. So what what happens is I sit down Take off, we get up to cruising altitude, we get to a, a place where, where Levi's about to go to sleep, and I put my head back and I hear this cackle. I hear possibly the most abhorrent laugh of a person that I have, I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, this woman, I, I wanted to just, like, in her, her life and her, her lineage, like, just, just salt the ground of, of every part of the gene pool that she's a part of. Um, her laugh is so terrible that it's distracting me so much. I'm getting just furious. I'm getting like lathered up with fury in my chair. I'm trying to like put on music and distract myself, but I can't play things loud enough to my phone uh, to to drown out her laugh. Um, and so I in, end up pulling a Spencer and saying, "You know what? I can't sleep. I'm furious. I'm gonna do work." And I put on my laptop and started started doing work and just furiously typing, like just slamming down keys, typing up stuff. I was working on PowerPoint. Um, they're, they're probably utter garbage. Um, but like, I, I just was in that chair, just, just so angry. Um, I would have loved BJ if it was someone that I knew to have a nice conversation, um, you know, reconnect with someone. That's fantastic. But no, 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 this lady's, I, I, I can't even describe how grating her laugh was. Just, she was talking to some girl beside her. She was just like laughing at every inane, stupid comment. I was trying not to be engaged with what they were doing. Um, I mean, they also were going deep, like they were like ordering bottles at a time. So, so kudos to them. Yeah, um, overserved. But anyway, she uh, she was the she was the absolute worst. Um, and and by the way, that that flight um, there was a lot. There's a nor'easter coming down in the in the northeast, and that was probably the, the worst flight I've ever been on in terms of bumpiness. Um, it's an interesting time, um, but yes, my default there of of getting enraged is that you know, screw it. I'm just going to do work. 
on, on plain Wi-Fi trying to get work done. And uh, now Spencer is back, and he's holding up what looks to be rags, but apparently he wears them in a very professional setting as a, as a well-paid professional person. I would like to point out, Levi, you, you might be the first person I've ever heard rage work. I'm sure that Spencer does. Spencer has to. Works through every emotion. Spencer That's doesn't have emotions, so like it's it's okay. An array of working states of Spencer. Your uh, let's see your. I've not thrown out yet one. I'm gonna toss after we're done. Uh, this one I was planning on keeping because it only has a few minor tears, as you can see. Oh, sweet tears, Jesus, he says. Um, so so what? At the top. So first of all, what used to be a tag is is now just a hole. And the second thing Series that I want to point out is. The, the neck hole is about two and a half feet across. Like, you know, he, he's having to, like, stretch his hands oh, out to like, keep yeah. its shape. So he's got holes that aren't the neck hole, which is, which is clearly uh, played out. Variety's of holes lower, too. A good slider. Yeah, so, We're talking about a, a good bougie slider uh, is the extra holes he has in that shirt. Yeah, so Spencer, like, do you do that, like, TV thing of a lawyer, like, under pressure and, like, pull your pull your collar? Because that looks like what has happened <laughs> to your undershirts, like, you know, under pressure, and you're just, like, pulling that thing out. Not consciously. I do, I don't, I'm not aware that I'm doing it. Now, this one I'm going to toss, because this is impressive. That one looks like Hulk Hogan's t-shirt. You know, like, Hogan comes out, and he's ready to rip the shirt. That, I mean, come on, Spencer. That's not even a shirt no more. <laughs> that, that, that is impressive, Spencer. Like, yeah, this is, that's the, Spencer, that's the back Spencer, of that. Can you try and put you your that? head through that, that hole? Wait, is, is, is that the front? This is the front, as you can okay. see, which looks still so, relatively normal. This Spencer, is the do, back. You, do you like pour acid out of it, like your neck or something? Like, how do you, I don't understand how you get holes there. This is the sec. this is not the neck hole. This is the second hole on it, as you can see. Not the neck hole. Spencer had to clarify. <laughs> neck hole, extra holes. Yeah, the, the, the two holes like at the Hulk top Hogan of the shirt. shirt. It wouldn't even be impressive if Hogan ripped it off. <laughs> I will toss this now that no longer meets criteria. The other one I might keep for a while longer. Criteria? You're such a yeah. Vulcan. <laughs> okay, so, so first of all, Spencer, what are your criteria? And the only other thing I have to tell you is, oh, brother. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's an undershirt. No one sees this. Its design is to catch sweat. It, that, that, that is its purpose. It's just more a certain degree of, is there more shirt? Is there still a functioning shirt here that is not reaching a point of where I'm debating what percent, what percent is whole and what percent is cloth? Functioning shirt here. That's the criteria. Okay, well, that's weird. Uh, I understand this is probably not the easiest thing to listen to for folks but trust me when i say that spencer has some really hobo fucking looking shirts that are embarrassing uh spencer take before you throw them out take some pictures of them i will take some pictures and send them to you but again this this moment led to a moment of realization that i need to get rid of some of these now and so the ones that look like this shredded monstrosity are going into the bin or are becoming rags that bridget can work with to polish things yeah they will serve a different purpose than me wearing them too much money to not throw away clothes that could have gone to Goodwill. Or can't when, go to Goodwill. What I'm saying is... Good. Would you donate those to Goodwill? What I'm saying, Spencer, is that you get rid of clothes 
just state that Goodwill wouldn't take them. Right. Like you should have gotten rid of those five years ago, given them to Goodwill and gotten your own t-shirts, like not, not have undershirts that, that now can only be used to polish things. And I, I hope I don't regret, regret asking this, but what, what do you polish on a regular basis in, in your domicile that, that that's a, a normal thing? Like I can understand like a cleaning rag, but. What gets that's polished? What, that's what I meant. Mostly just Bridget's tools that she uses outside or various things like that. Tools that she uses. Spencer, you are the fucking king of giving vague ass answers. <laughs> you are sketchy, Spencer. You're so fucking sketchy. sketchy. <laughs> is what's going on? Well, I know that she likes to garden, but I also can't really imagine something that like needs to be polished or a rag to garden. Yeah. Is she a psychopath that like like takes a rake and just like cleans it like like just make sure that it's clean as she is the day she bought it? What, what's no, going they, on? they have a silver rake that if you don't polish it, it gets tarnished. <laughs> <laughs> no way, Spencer would pay for that. No way. <laughs> I have no further answers to these questions. So thank you for offering that up. That is a uh, that is ridiculous and kind of embarrassing, but also a really funny visual of you. I would have loved to see your face when you figured out what you had done. Just that moment of realization. And you... <laughs> you guys have probably seen the the kind of sigh I make, just, oh, this is a thing now. It was kind of that face. Give me that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Spencer, have you ever put your foot through a sock? That was also on the list of socks that are not going away, the ones that that could happen on. The underwear situation, like. Uh, that one is actually pretty solid. Those were tossed a while ago, and I've got underwear that is actually relatively recent by my standards. Like 2006? No, I think all the underwear I own now was bought within the last two years. There you go. All right. All right, well, I think we've hit everybody's on-brand segment. We've had a very good scotch. Thank you, BJ. What is that scotch name again? Old Pulteney. Is this, like, readily available where you're at? I actually wouldn't be surprised if it was fairly available even in North Carolina because it's relatively a relatively common whiskey. But I'm going to look for it I know. next yep. time I go. Uh, anything else you want to cover in part one of our episode on October 19th? Uh, I think that's pretty good for, for our own brand. It's been an exciting one. Spencer, I, I will do my best. But but you give us the craziest things to, to just not not ask you about again in the future. Again, is that not the objective of this segment? I aim to give you guys what we're what we're going for. Strong on brand. You 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 yeah. won the on brand segment today. No doubt. Hands down. My goal. All right. This has been fun. Uh, part one. Uh,